Tonight, Air Force Two got hacked. Liv and Mama Pope finally seemed to part ways. And Cyrus reminded us why we can never take our eyes off of him. We've got that and more coming up on tonight's AfterBuzz TV official Scandal After Show. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Baby, I'm sorry. I'm gonna let Demi handle that. I can't sing. I know. Lip syncing. Don't tell your mother. Cyrus is sorry, not sorry, obviously. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Thank you again for tuning in to our weekly scandal after show here on AfterBuzz TV. You guys know me, your lead host, Christine Alexis, and tonight I'm joined by Tessa and Paris. Yes. Yes. Jessica's not with us this week, but we will see her next week. So send her some love on Twitter and everywhere else. But tonight was Air Force Two. Yes. How surprising was that episode? First of all, yeah. Like, like, a climax <laughs> built and built and built, and then I just feel like it dropped. We know why it dropped, because of the <laughs> silly plot hole in tonight's episode. But yeah. But who was ready for that? From the crossover, it was all like peaceful, nice, you know, to this crazy, like, high-anxiety episode. I love that. It was so unexpected. I really was like, where can the storyline go from here? And they just got us wrapped in from the first like few minutes. Yeah. I was not expecting that either. I loved it, though. I was like, edge of my seat the whole time. Exactly. Uh, I couldn't even talk to you guys during it because I'm like, just go. Just go. I want to see this. I know. I think this was the first time we were legitimately all silent throughout (laughs) the episode. Like, what? What's going to happen next? So, Uh, thank you, Shonda. Yeah. For giving us something cool to work with. Um, let's just get into it, guys. I mean, what was your favorite part of tonight's episode? I'm going to say it wasn't my favorite part, but I thought it was just very important. Um, I really like seeing Liv with her mom. Mm-hmm. For yeah. a while, I was like, is Mama Pope a part of this? Like, does she hijack the plane? Why are, why are they so focused on her? But I realized at the end, it's kind of wrapping up their relationship. Mm. And, you know, Mama Po plays this, like, I don't really care about you live thing the whole time to the very end. And when she gets that jacket and it's ready to really part ways, you see she actually is like, this is it. This is me leaving my daughter behind. This everything, this mom-daughter relationship is all gone right here. And I feel mm. like, you know, Mama Pope is going to miss her. But at the same time, I feel like they always play this game. To (laughs) me, it didn't feel as sentimental, I Mm. guess I'll say. Because I feel like they always kind of have this awkward or like somewhat sentimental goodbye. And then somehow or another, they find each other in each other's lives again. So, so you don't think this is like a like a real ending to Mama Pope being like even on the show? Because if this is their goodbye, technically are they writing her off? I would assume so. I mean, the only thing that got me, I guess, is she kind of started to tear up, which I don't think we've really seen yet. But yeah. she always tricks me, and I just, I think I don't like her that much as a character, <laughs> because I feel like she's always Keep it real. Yeah. fooling me, and yeah. I don't like that. So I just, I have my wall up against her. <laughs> See, I like her for that very reason. I really, I kind of like the characters that I hate, because I'm thinking your acting is brilliant. I really hate you. Oh. I think you're this woman in person. So if you can convince me that much... I, I'm loving you, you know? I love right. to hate characters. 
Yeah, I mean, shout out to Candy Alexander because she kills it as Mama Pope. And you know, you said something really interesting though, at first thinking that she could have something to do with it because if we look at her history of planes and being an assassin and yeah. a yeah. contracted killer and whatnot, like she, that's definitely something that's like her style yeah. and kind of flair to, to stage something like that. Like I definitely, I mean, it really could have been her, but I mean, we know yeah. that it's not. <laughs> I was waiting for her. That's how she, like, died, right? Like, that's how Liv thought she died? Yeah. in a plane mm-hmm. crash, right? Yeah. That's so true. Like, yeah. It totally is up her alley. But it wasn't. <laughs> um, this this episode was really about Cyrus. Yeah. And I've been... Gladiators and everyone who's been watching our show weekly, you guys know, I've been saying for the longest now that we cannot keep our eyes off of Cyrus because he is the sneakiest person in Washington to me, <laughs> hands down, who always seems to find a way back in. Like... I didn't think that Cyrus's like wanting to get into the Oval Office would continue on this long and like turn into this kind of scenario. Like I did not see that coming. I feel like we should have, especially in the beginning of this episode, because what was the point of that whole funny speech that he was so mad that he couldn't do? He was like a minute laughing at his own jokes. I'm like, what was the point of showing us this part of the the show? Why did we need to see Sai so adamant about going to this dinner? But I see now they were foreshadowing. They were showing us that this is him wanting, like, upset with Jake, trying mm-hmm. to get his power back. But I just didn't put the. Con- I just didn't make the connection. I know I didn't either. You totally did. You called yeah. it right I ahead. Did. Yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> Christine literally called so many things in this episode. I was like, what? She called the engagement. I was. Yeah, the engagement with. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. David Rosen is making a reservation somewhere fancy. That's not his style. Must be a proposal. <laughs> Christine um, holds her hand up and like flutters the ring finger. I was like, no. I was like, no. And then next. Next sentence from Abby. He's proposing. <laughs> yes, we all just laughed. Oh my god. Yeah, you were good with that. I didn't. I didn't catch any of those things. I'm like, no, he's not proposing. Why? And then I was thinking, sigh. No, it's Mama Pope. <laughs> like the whole time. So. Oh my goodness. Well, we're gonna get more into the whole scenario, the hijacking situation with Cyrus, and go deep into that as well as our shady boots moment later on, which I know you guys love. So <laughs> stick around for that. We're gonna get back into that. But since we are talking about Abby and David, I want to talk a little bit more about QPA and how things are over there. Um, You know, going into this episode after the crossover, I wasn't sure how they would continue to be a part of the storyline. And in this nifty little way, the fact that David Rosen had to be with Cyrus on this trip, that kind of pulled the team in and allowed them to have uh, a connection to the crisis and, you know, find a way to actually help save the day. But... um. You know, David and Abby, like... I know, shout out to Joe Marsh, who says that it was their favorite part of the episode, too, because it was mine as well. (laughs) Um, I just loved... I don't know. It was, like, fun to see Abby kind of, like, happy again. I think she's always so stressed out. So, for me to see her so... And for a good guy. Like, Rosen is so good, so... I know. Yeah, I mean, I thought it. I thought it was also interesting too. How like just a couple episodes ago, it was like Abby kind of taking control and trying to calm down everybody, and you know, to find Quinn when she was missing. And then now this time, she was kind of like the client. She was the one who right. was yeah. stressed out that you know something could happen to David, and everyone had to put her aside and figure things out. So it's always interesting how things shift yeah. with the team. Someone's gonna you know have each other's back and save the day one way or the the other. For the other person. 
The team seemed like they were kind of finally going back to old OPA style, but I realized Marcus was missing this this time. Yeah. He was missing. And there was, I mean, Liv is back. There's no reason for him to be missing. Fitz was there. Where was Marcus? Isn't he a part of Actually, Marcus was there for a brief second. He was? When the crisis first started and they cut to Fitz's reaction, he was, Marcus was in the room and he was like, you'd think they would have another out, um, update by now. And that's when Melly called and he left the room ah. so that Fitz could get on the phone. So he was there for like 12 a seconds. Hot, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a hot second. Um, and you know, you watched last week's How to Get Away with Murder crossover, mm-hmm. and we yes. saw him, you know, in that world. Oh, yes, he hooks up with Michaela. It was actually really easy to see him in that How to Get Away with Murder world. Yeah, I was thinking it might be weird, but he fit right in. And a lot of people in our comments in the How to Get Away panel comments were thinking that he actually might be a new member of How to Get Away with Murder. And I think wow. I would be here for it. Because I, I do like Marcus. I didn't think he had his place in Scandal. So I'm like, maybe he'll find his home with Viola and that team and that issue. Maybe. That's actually not a bad idea. The more we you know, talk about it, because he doesn't have that emotional connection to the rest of the team, like how they did when they were all like running campaigns together. I think they were all a lot closer then. But yeah. since the crisis happened with Quinn and things went back to normal, I, I feel like he's very much about getting reform done and moving mm-hmm. forward and being on that side and even just being more involved with Fitz and less involved with QPA altogether. I also yeah. think they needed to give Fitz someone because they couldn't <laughs> give him anyone yeah. else. Yeah. Because, like, what's what's Fitz doing now? I mean, he has his <laughs> foundation, but... Can we talk about the fact that Melly called him? Did anyone else find that a little odd to me? It was like, hmm, interesting move. But she did call him after she couldn't reach Liv. If you think about that. Mm, that is true. true. He was even surprised that she called. He's <laughs> like, calling me? Do you want to know what I would do? And I love that she said no. Did anyone you know, else like why that? Why did she call him, I was thinking. Yeah. For, for That's what? why I was like, ah, oh, sorry. <laughs> Proving my point always yeah. that Mally is a child. <laughs> I, I had to agree. I laughed the first time when she tried to call Liv. I'm like, I know Tess is going to hate on her for this. <laughs> because, and then I looked at you and you were like, because, man, really? I mean, she just told Liv, I don't need you. She basically fired her, wanted to end her completely. And now she called her the moment they had a disaster. She needed her again. I'm like, Melly really can't do anything on her own. But that was my prediction is yeah. she will come back in. Melly will realize she needs yeah. Liv. And here we are yeah. an episode later, and that's exactly what happened. You're so right. It seems like the way the episode ended and the teaser to next week is shaping up that it's it's a new problem for Liv to fix, a yeah. reason for her to be needed by everyone who's like mm-hmm. completely shut her out. So, And you know if there's anything like... That seems too big or too insurmountable. Liv is honestly the person to fix it. No matter how evil or off the rails she's gone, she's the person who can do it. So I'm kind of happy that Shonda has worked that back into the writing because then, you know, what what would Liv be doing, really? Right. Um, You know, they seem to always find their way back to each other, which is crazy. Um, Sorry, I just wanted to point out Ryan Martin... Martinez said that there was a B- BLM poster in Fitz's office. Did you see that? I did not catch that. Oh, good catch. But yeah. I didn't catch it either. <laughs> good eye. Good eye, Ryan. Huh. That'd be really, yeah, really, really cool. good eye. Little and, secret messages. Yeah, and, and hello to everyone in the chat. Thank you yes. for being here with us tonight. <laughs> Scandalously Addicted said it's always been in his office. Ah. 
Maybe we just didn't wow. catch that. Hmm. I gotta I gotta rewind back to see that poster. I mean, I love that. And I love that Black Lives Matter and Black Lives are so close to Fitz's heart, obviously. <laughs> um, but even, it's so cool that she actually pointed that out because, you know, we, we talk a lot about how the show parallels real life and yeah. all the different things that are being brought in. Like when the DC girls went missing yeah. and that was something that was brought into the storyline. Mm-hmm. And although the Black Lives Matter movement isn't as in our face right now mm-hmm. as you know, the Me Too movement or the kids from Florida fighting right. for gun um, control. But it is something that's that's a story to be told. Right. And I think I think Fitz and Marcus are the right yeah. two characters in this ep- in this world to attack that. And maybe we'll see more of it later down the line. I hope so. I, I hope so, so too. <laughs> Five more episodes, right? Oh, my. Yeah, no. Five or six. Five or six. I think 13. we have like eight. We have 18. No, five weeks. Oh like, my god! After yeah. this, like after oh god. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I just had a moment. Like, <laughs> right. That's why I really think they have written. I'm sorry to go back, but I think they really have written off Mama Pope because it makes they sense. don't have time to. That was our goodbye to her. Wow. Were you guys okay mm-hmm. with the way things ended between them? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It was a. It was a solid goodbye. Yeah. We didn't need any more. I mean, I don't think anyone was too attached to Mama Pope, so. We didn't need any more than that. Yeah, I mean, even (laughs) when they were talking in her apartment and Mama Pope called out Liv for, you know, you're you're here in Philly fighting for the rights of these incarcerated people, but you've got me locked up in here still. And I I wrote down in my paper, I said, well, why is she still locked up? Like, you know, at this point, she can just go and move on with her life. Like, she's not really going to hurt Liv in any way by being exposed to the public, I think. So to let her go and to kind of close that chapter, I guess it did yeah. make sense. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, we didn't see Papa Pope this episode. So yeah, seen him, yeah. is is that relationship going to be closed up soon too? You know, I completely forgot about <laughs> Papa Pope. I, I've been so into the crossover and now this crazy episode. I just, how are they going to do this? I mean, he doesn't look like he's going to be in the next episode. I don't know what could happen there. No. I think he'll be they'll be sneaky about it. Just how they were sneaky about kind of distracting us with Jake so Cyrus could have his moment. I think something might be going on now where Papa Pope will have like a big bang at the end of yeah. the series. They always seem to need him even when they don't want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe like Liv, there will be a moment where he can step up mm-hmm. and help somehow. But I definitely want to talk about the main person in this episode, which is Cyrus, because, you know, at this point, is he, like, to get to the Oval, I'm trying to think of all the steps that he has to take to get there, because this was obviously step one in terms of, like, building up public support around him, right. but mm-hmm. he's there's still in a sitting president. Melly is still there, so is he coming for her life? Like, I, I don't know politically what other steps would have to happen besides maybe impeachment or her death for him to take over. Or somehow he gets her to resign. Or gets her to resign. Maybe. Yeah, that's what I was... Well, I almost think he'll try to kill her because then there's just no coming back from it. Do you know what I'm saying? savage. Because Melly... But Cyrus is a savage. That's true. I know. Besides Liv. I think... Because if he didn't, Melly would try to then... Like, the battle would continue. Yeah. It would be a big win for him, but then Melly would somehow... I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I just... I don't know if he will. I just think, 
like in a business mindset that makes the most sense. I'm trying to understand, sorry, who size <laughs> accomplice was though. He couldn't have done this by himself. Yes. Well, clearly the woman with the phone had something to do with it. Yeah, that that face they did that like nod, right? That, that was that dead giveaway, Ooh. which someone had mentioned in the chat earlier. It was a dead giveaway and just the whole, the way things played out, the fact that they were on Air Force Two, there was only like what, twelve people yeah. on that plane, just about. There were there weren't enough lives at stake where mm-hmm. Even for Cyrus, it would be on his conscience <laughs> too heavy, you know, because regardless of the fact that it was staged, like, if something had gone wrong, all those people would have died, you know? So with Cyrus, about 12 other people, and he faced this hijacking. What bothered me is that we never, we never, that, that plot hole wasn't really wrapped up. We never saw the way mm-hmm. they got control of the plane. Yeah. We also never saw who, like, who was piloting it. Like, I feel like in a situation like that, which gave me a lot of, like, 9-11 vibes, you didn't even see anybody, like, try to bang on the cockpit, see what's going on. Like, we didn't get any of that. Well, it was hacked. So it wasn't actually someone driving it. It was someone controlling it via... Remotely. Yeah, remotely. Remotely. Okay. Yes, that's how far in the future we are. You can control a plane without being on the plane. My goodness. Bless our hearts. Yes. Um... (laughs) Well, but that still just like immensely bothered me. There was just one little shred of Wi-Fi strong enough to live stream mm-hmm. something to CNN. Yes, to and CNN. pretty clearly too. I mean, they tried to make it a little fuzzy, but that was so clear. It didn't even freeze at all. If this was real, come on. And it was up in the air. They had just a little bit of Wi-Fi. It would be so sketchy, that Wi-Fi. But it was perfect on CNN. Yeah, I have a lot of problems with that plot line because, A, okay, clearly they have Wi-Fi. The whole world knows. So that's just odd that they're not doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. And, B, did no one else see her recording? I mean... I mean, I guess if you're thinking about that you're going to die in a few minutes, you're not worried about someone recording. But their reactions also to almost dying was way too calm. They didn't even have anyone, like, crying, hyperventilating. No one trying to call. Like, some people were like silently crying, but like, like I, I know me, I would have been losing right. my sh- my stuff, like <laughs> completely hyperventilating, probably throwing up. Like David, I would have needed some Dramamine because I just would have been so nauseous <laughs> and freaking out. It was I just know. all kind of too show like that whole scenario. It wasn't very realistic, but I was still in it. I was still involved. It still had us hooked. Yeah, for, for all did. of those we're little like, things. Yeah. <laughs> I was still just like, okay, but what's going to happen? Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I couldn't call it. You know, I really couldn't call it. I knew they weren't going to die, but I just did not know what was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, things got, I I don't know. Even it just bothered me so much why we couldn't see the way it ended. Like, I get it that we have to continue to move on, but like, really? I Well, and if they did end it with, they could have emphasized how much of a hero he was, Mm -hmm. which is odd. That they chose not to do that. The little bit that we got was just that interview later on with his assistant, Hannah. And someone was just like, yeah, you know, in the face of all that, Cyrus was so calm. So I guess they're alluding to the fact that the public does know about his heroics and, you know, obviously feels that and is supporting him. I mean, Melly thanked him, too. That was a big speech. And Olivia brought it up that, you know, she she didn't mention Jake at all. Like, it was a big moment to mention Cy as the hero of this almost tragic hijacking so i know if i was a viewer if i was a person in that world seeing size very heroic speech i would be like wow i'm I'm so proud he's our vice president look at him he's so patriotic you know 
It would it would impact me. Especially from someone like Cyrus who before all of this happened was highly regarded mm-hmm. being Frankie's running mate. Yeah. Then had a falling from grace when he was thought to have been behind it, then built back up when he was cleared of his charges, and then now is in this administration. He's like, you know what? I've had enough of this. I need to have my time. It needs to be about me, and I'm not going to wait seven years. Or he barely even gave her three. Did you guys catch that shade? Right. Do you guys, I mean, I know he's terrible, but there, is there any part of you guys that feels that he deserves to be president? Last season, I I thought so, just because of how, like, what he went through in terms of being a pawn in the whole Frankie Vargas Mm. situation. I thought that he deserved something, but I don't think so now. I think we've, I I think his time has come and gone, unfortunately, and it's a shame for him personally that he didn't get a chance to take advantage of that. But this is Melly's time. I don't think he should be president. I think he had so many. I don't want to say opportunities, but he always ended up taking the back seat. So I think when Melly started to run for president, I kind of at that time thought Cyrus might too. And he just didn't. I feel like he always could have. And then he always falls short. Well, so I mean, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. Yeah, I, I just don't want Cyrus to be president. I'm sorry. <laughs> just seeing the lengths that he dark. would go to. Yeah, he's too dark. Yeah. And, and and that's even a stretch to say on a show like this where everybody has <laughs> gone and done some crazy stuff. But the I think in it, from my perspective, he seems to be the only one in this world still very bitter and caught up on things of the past and continuing to act in that shady, backdoor, manipulative, mm-hmm. I'm going to be three steps ahead of you and take this from you mode Mm -hmm. that I'm just kind of over it and I'm over him and I need him to just like take a seat. (laughs) Sit down. Just sit down. You know, actually Cyrus could benefit from some lovely advice from someone like, like Maria. He needs, he needs a big sis in his life to tell him to chill. And actually I want to take this time to talk about Maria's podcast because I actually listened last Friday and it was dope. And I'm kind of, I'm glad that her talks now are in podcast edition. For anyone listening to our show who has no idea what I'm talking about, I'm going to break it down for you because if you want to have fun, learn and grow in all areas of your life, we have a podcast for you. Our lovely founder, Maria Menounos, her podcast, Conversations with Maria Menounos, is now on iTunes and a new episode drops every Friday. Um, Just a little bit more about it. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life. Talking health, wellness, career, relationships, finances, everything. Maria is like the big sister you never had. So just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos. It's for free, just like all of our After Buzz videos. We're all for free and here for you guys to enjoy. Um, Be sure to rate and comment. And when you do, let Maria know who sent you. Tell her that the Scandal Squad, the Gladiators, we sent you guys. Tessa, Paris, Jessica, Christine, shout us out. Let her know that we sent you there and share your thoughts. We we always want to know what you guys think. And... You know, Conversations with Maria Menounos. Check it out. I can't speak any more highly of it because I actually listen to it and I enjoy it. And it is cool that it's podcast now because like, I love to listen to these podcasts when I'm like running, walking, yeah. driving in my car. I like podcasts now. I feel like such an adult. So it yes. is perfect. It really is. Yeah, I actually listened to her podcast last week when I went on a hike and it was kind of nice. It was like having like a little coach in your mind. <laughs> I was trying to like zen out and really think about my life and it, it's it's really cool. So. Yeah. 
definitely want to make sure you know we we try and keep you guys updated on the hottest things to listen to and what to pay attention to so that's our hot take right there <laughs> um and honestly sorry i'm jumping back into it but did we pay attention to jake this episode like what what is jake he used to be one of my favorites I loved him. I was an extreme O-Laker. I was so upset when people didn't like Jake. <laughs> but now I just, nothing can do, even after they prove that it's sides, not Jake. I was still like, oh, well, get rid of Jake still. <laughs> I, don't, I, I just don't like him. He rubs me the wrong way. And I just don't understand where the, his character's going. Is he the bad guy or is he a good guy? He's so, I don't know if it's just his acting or just the way he is. Very soldier-like, always yeah. wanting to take an order. He did it. It did a very good job of making it seem like he was kind of behind it mm-hmm. because his responses are so just like, no, like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> this is what I do that I was like, just mm, <laughs> like looking really, really hard because yeah. for a hot second, I thought he was behind it. Yeah. Yeah. For a little bit. But then I thought it's just, it's too easy. It's too easy being Right? Because it's pointing yeah. towards him in every way. Right. Mm-hmm. Think about his history with Cyrus. He mm-hmm. killed his ex-husband. Um, yeah. Uh, wow, I'm blanking so hard. Patrick? No. James? James. James. Yes, thank you. Sorry, guys. <laughs> he killed James way back when. And for the last few weeks, it seems like he's just been one step ahead of Cyrus. And now thinking about it, knowing Cyrus was behind this, I wonder if he was like making it look that way all along. Like he was like very mm. disgruntled by Jake so that all eyes could point to him when Cyrus was the one whose life was in jeopardy. Like, well, he's been complaining about Jake gunning for his job and doing this. Maybe it is Jake. Because think about how quick it was for Melly to... Accuse him. Accuse him. Twice through the episode. She asked him once, and then she asked him again. Like, are you behind this? And he's planting that bug in Rosen's head, too. Because now Rosen was so cute. Like, (laughs) but we have a good relationship. That was so funny. He always liked me. But even now, I think he's like, damn, so Jake is crazy. So, you know, I think he's planting these little seeds in everyone's head. Right, because we as the audience know, and Liv knows, that Cyrus is behind it. But you're right, David was on that plane Mm -hmm. with him. He thinks that Jake is behind it. Yeah. And think about the kind of power, you know, David still has in his position. He could get behind Cyrus and drum up some sort of investigation behind Jake just based on those claims and get him out. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's so smart of Cyrus to he's, have David. Yeah, there. he worked like every angle of this. I mean, for that, he still doesn't deserve to be president, but he deserves <laughs> something good, like something. I don't know what he could. Maybe he can run a, a prison. <laughs> I don't know. You need someone strong to run a prison. I, he can't run the White House though. My he's favorite part is that Liv just knew. She just knew. Just knew. She knows. Someone. I mean. Her and Cyrus have, like, the same brain. Mm-hmm. Just, like, one is way more savage than the other, right. depending on the day. Um, but but I mean, every time they have those conversations, I don't know why, I just feel so satisfied. Like, they play that game, and I just love it. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I personally love it because at least someone else knows besides us, the audience, like, oh, this yeah. person's bad. You know what's happening right now. Um, but... You know, lives back even more. Yeah. She's back. She's, she's still totally got it. back. <laughs> she she doesn't have the white coat anymore. She gave that to her mom, but right. she's got that invisible white hat coming back on. She's getting pulled back in. Yeah. Um. So, you know, before we get into predictions, though, I do want to talk about our shady boots. Yes. Um. We don't. I don't know if we have the music queued up, but we can always do our little acapella. Yes. These boots are made for walking. walking. 
That's just what they'll do. <laughs> One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. Oh, what a good harmony. Yes, guys. <laughs> um, oh, the shade. What was your shady boots moment? Let's see. What was mine? Oh, I, I talked about so much about Mama Pope this episode, but again, it's going to be Mama Pope with uh, Liv. And she's like, why are you here? You can't play a player. I just yes. love that. And it was just like bat, like line after line after line. She was killing Liv. So it's definitely Mama Pope for me. That was a good one. Mine was when Melly and Jake were in the Oval and Melly alluded to, well, you have a history with planes when she was accusing him. Yes. <laughs> we were like, shade. Yeah. <laughs> that slight shade. Um, well, my Shady Booth moment we actually said earlier, which was David kind of looking at Cyrus and being like, well, me and Jake have a good relationship. <laughs> I just found okay. that to be so funny because he's like, fam. Yeah. Like, I don't need to die just because someone doesn't like you. Okay. Exactly. Like, so That's funny. Good. Oh my gosh. I'll I, say, like, low key, Rosen is one of my favorite characters. Low key. He's so consistent. He's always yeah. consistently trying to find, like, be the mo- he's most innocent, most positive. He's always trying to help people. Like, he never has a dark side. So he's, like, low key my favorite. Yeah. You know, he's sweet. Hey. He tried to be a player a little with, like, Susan and, um, oh. can't even think of her name now. Oh, um, the lady in red. <laughs> no, oh, oh, and the um, lady in red, but Portia de Rossi's yes. character, Elizabeth <laughs> yeah. North. There Elizabeth we go. Elizabeth North. North. He tried to be a little player. And he didn't even. He succeed, failed at that. So he's just too good. He's so sweet. Yeah, he's definitely like a schmuck. Like he always <laughs> finds himself in these situations yeah. that it's like, oh, David. Oh, just, just, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think this is a great time to get into our predictions yes. for next week. Um, all right. All right. No, no music. But, um, <laughs> the pre- After Buzz Prediction. <laughs> our loyal listeners, you guys know the deal. This is, when, this is the part of the show where we get into our thoughts about next week and the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with this being the final season, I almost feel like we had to think about this real wisely. I know. Um, and even just on that note, I don't know if you guys follow a lot of the cast on social media. I do. And I believe it was Tony Goldwyn who tweeted out the other day that they had their final table read recently. And they were just like, wow, like jaw drop. So, oh my God, it it made it that much more real. I know. And he posted a picture on Instagram in the Oval and he was like, when you miss your old job, something about that. And I was like, oh. We're already getting sad. totally still going to be like, Mr. President, if I ever meet him in person, (laughs) like forever press. We still have five weeks not over yet. Yeah, we got time. Five weeks. My goodness. So my prediction is, I think Melly and Liv are going to come together again. And I just really hope they don't make it too quick if they do. Mm. Because I think there was so much drama at the end. I don't want it to feel like they rushed them back together. Right. But I think the fact that Melly called Liv and all that, Mm. I see that... So you see that opening the door back up for their relationship. Which I kind of thought last week, too, mm-hmm. that Liv will somehow make her way back into the White House, and now I think maybe this is it. It's Like I said before at the top of the show, this seems like a situation tailor-made for her to save the day. So that is a great prediction, honestly. And maybe they'll have to team up against Cy, because we all know Liv doesn't want him as president. No one does. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? It's like, let's be real. I think that might be the new mission. 
I'm going to piggyback off Tessa because I do think he's going to become the new villain, the new mission to be worked. Um, And I think Sai's going to give them a run for their money. He's brilliant. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not going to go down easy. I don't think they're going to have all the clues right away. I think this is going to be a a legit mission where they need QPA, they need Olivia, they need the White House. So it's going to be, they probably need Fitz and Marcus too. So it's like everyone is going to find a way, even though they're doing different things, to come back for this cause of getting Cyrus out. Hmm. Maybe it should be even bigger than just getting Cyrus out. Maybe something else pops up. I'm I'm kind of on that tip mm-hmm. that it's going to be something bigger than just getting him out. Hot take here. I think Cyrus is going to die. I think he's going to be <gasps> the one character that does not make it out of season seven. And I think wow, this... Wow, that's a bold prediction. Okay. But I like it. Explain I yourself. Do. I do because... <laughs> I just see everyone getting together, like you said, to try and take him out. But, like, take him out at this point. I think Cyrus is the type of person who shows that he will literally die trying to Mm -hmm. get to that oval. He has done everything possible. And and the fact that he staged something like this tells me that it's not going to be as simple Mm -hmm. of getting him to back down or convince him that he doesn't deserve the oval. Mm -hmm. Like, he wants it. He clearly believes he's deserving of it. And I don't think he's going to let... Anybody standing his way, not even a sitting president, because he already made it known that, like, listen, I he he sipped his little drink <laughs> yeah. and I was like, well, you know, so I told you I'm not patient. Yeah. yeah, he's like three years is generous, so I'm not sure how it's gonna end, but it I think it's gonna end with Cyrus dying somehow. Like I don't know that anyone on the team or our principal characters will necessarily take him out in terms of like a point range. Shoot out or anything, but I don't know. They uh, he was in he almost was in jail for like murder for life and somehow got out of that, you right. know. So I I just see this ending one way, like he has to die because I don't ever see him stopping that quest for the oval. You know what? I think if he dies, I would think that's an amazing ending. <laughs> would it? Right? I would be because okay with that. I would be. I mean, I love Sai as a character. Remember, I love to love to hate people. And I love to hate him. We've had him since season one. True. And he's someone that we all know and recognize, but it's okay to let him go. But like, if it was Liv dying, it's just like, whoa, wait, Liv? Or a fit? Yeah. It's, that's just too much for us. Or even like Huck. It's just, we love him. I know. But, he, he, we can't do anything more to Huck. Right? He went through enough. <laughs> but Sai, like, that's, it makes sense. It's powerful, but you're not going to be upset about it. So, Okay. I like that. And I see him going out with one of those speeches in like a blaze of glory. (laughs) He's been giving some good speeches. I can't blame the guy. Like, I got a little misty-eyed at Mm -hmm. that one about patriotism and all that good stuff. But next week, we're going to see Liv, I guess, bring what she knows to the team. Um, I don't know if I caught that correctly, but it seemed like in part of the first part of that trailer that people didn't believe her. Was it Fitz or someone being like... Oh, no, I can't remember. I don't remember. Someone was, like, not believing her, though. A little yeah. skeptical. But we'll see. Okay. Next week, we'll be here the same time, same place, to give our thoughts on it and break it down with you guys. Um, but until then, you guys can find us on social media. You know our handles. And keep it coming, guys. Um, in the chat roll and all week with your theories. We love to hear from you guys, for sure. Um, tell the people where they can find you. Hey guys, I'm Tessa Saval. You guys can find me all over social media at Tessa underscore Saval. I'm Paris Rose. You can find me everywhere at Paris Rose with two R's. 
And I'm your host, Christine Alexis. You can find me everywhere at Christine Bean. Be sure to like and comment on our video. Subscribe to AfterBuzz TV Dramas. Like us on iTunes. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. You're tuning into the destination. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Here in are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.